Welcome to The Ether. Today is Friday, April 1st, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha or if you're trying to find the best UST farms or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of CFI spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes, and for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the Astroport AMA about staking and governance. Let's take a listen. But like, I don't know, a few weeks ago, some people spotted already... Um, also on the GitHub that there were some contracts live. People could have staked anyway, Astro, a long time ago, but it had basically no function. Don't know if you want to elaborate a bit because that's the question I have seen the most also on Twitter. Sure. Um, so there were, first, we we mentioned a while ago that XAstro has to go through audits. Um, I would like to think that Astroport as a community uh, is security focused and we don't rush things because there's a ton of money at stake. Uh, we need to make sure uh, people don't lose money. Um, so it took a long time for audits for XAstro to come in. There was also one thing that was upgraded in the protocol uh, in order to allow any fee token collected by the protocol to be swapped to Astro, anything from Anchor uh, to Luna, USD, uh, Mirror, and so on. Um, so that was also another big upgrade. Uh, pretty complex logic there that had to be audited. Um, so the full like XS for staking infrastructure had to be redeployed. The old one was not useful at all. Um, so we just had to do the complete redeploy after audits. So that's why it took uh, a while to do all that. Can you elaborate infrastructure had to be redone? I think I remember that you told me once that it was connected in terms of that basically um, partly was expected that the pools were against us. Now they are all against UST. I don't know if you can give a bit of background for no coder. Uh, so I think that's a bit different. So like on XAstro, for example, um, we have snapshots now. Like the XAstro contract has snapshots, meaning that at every block, uh, your balance can get um, a snapshot. And that could be useful, for example, to build um, voting on top uh, or any other tool that has to do with any type of governance. Um, so that had to be, that, that's why, that's one reason why the, um, XAstro contract had to be redeployed. And then again, like speaking of XAstro, uh, the contract that swaps fees to Astro had to be again, um, kind of re-audited, uh, in order to make sure that all fees that accrue in the protocol can be swapped to Astro. That was kind of the main thing that had to be, uh, checked. Gotcha. And now we have... Mr. Evan, the legend himself, who also has a Vazi up there. So it seems to be people need to have a Vazi if they want to speak up here. Evan, how are you? Uh, I just want to go on record to say that I had a Vazi before anyone else in Terra had a Vazi. So uh, I'm just a trendsetter out here. 
<laughs> but, but you're, I mean, what's the name of the animal in the end that you're having right now? Is it like a uh, mousy wussy? I don't know how to name that. I don't know. It's called a bad wussy. I just had someone randomly hit me up on uh, Twitter one day and, and I was like, hey, this looks cool. Can you, can you do my profile picture? And they did. So there you go. Good stuff. Uh, Stefan, can you make uh, Pantera co host and then the legend himself can take it away and everybody can enjoy also helping out here with the AMA? Yep, just sent an invite. Let me ask you, Evan, is like, um, how much of a farmer are you? I've never asked you before. Um, hey, hold on. Can you guys give me like two minutes? I'm on an elevator. I'm jumping off right now. Give me two minutes. If you cannot make the prices go up, you jump on an elevator. I see. Yes, there. <laughs> oh, totally crazy. So um, I would say anyway, unless you, Stefan, tell me that it should be in a different direction, people can just request speak, right? And um, we bring them up here step by step. So they can ask every question around Astroport and what is happening right now. So what I, in general, maybe while we're waiting here for people to join and ask questions, other topics that are now re relevant for you in terms of Astroport, be it next steps or the hottest topic to talk about. Uh, next steps. Well, I don't know what to say about next steps. I guess um, we are all waiting for governance at this point. Um, so that could be potential next step. Um, I don't have any details on that, so I guess we just need to wait at this point and see what happens. When is the governance going live here? Uh, I don't have a date for that. No, so just, no, sir, a, bit just a bit of alpha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, sorry. I'm sorry. situated in a better spot now. There you go. So then, Evan, take it from here. Cool. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about what Astro Report's doing. Um, you know, I've been checking out sort of uh, like CoinGecko volumes via like how the dexes and i think everybody in terra in the terra luna community should be pretty excited and uh i don't know like almost proud in a way because astroport despite only being out for three months is often in the top uh five dexes by volume and so um you know that's competing with uh, with things like Uniswap and, and sort of household names that have been around for a while. So, you know, for someone that's, or, or for a platform that's only listed, you know, 32, I think, uh, different assets competing with some of the, the big dogs over on Ethereum to, to be in the same conversation in just three months. Um, I think that's that's incredible. And so, you know, the, the fact that you guys are transitioning into this sort of like staking to, to collect fees, um, I'm excited about that. And Donku, you asked if I was a farmer. And I was on an elevator with like 14 people and they all turned around and looked at me like, what, what are you farming, buddy? So <laughs> sorry about that. But, um, but I think, you know, this is going to be a really cool opportunity. So I'd love to just lead it off by asking, you know, can we dive more into like the fee dynamics? Um, I know Pedro, uh, and I don't want to butcher his last name. It's like Pedro Ojeda, Ojeda. Um, he did a really, really cool uh, Twitter thread here. And um, he's comparing the, the price to earnings ratio of Astroport and some of the other larger um, DEXs. And as of right now, or at least as of March 30th, uh, the Astro is the, the token is trading at a 6.5 uh, price to earnings. So for anyone that's that's unfamiliar, that's basically if you take the the entire revenue of the platform and then divide it by the token price. So if, if that's a low number. Um, then, then there should be room to grow, especially when you compare it to that of some of the other DEXs out there. Um, you know, again, we're, we're going to keep using Uniswap because that's kind of like the, the big brother, but Uniswap is a, um, a much higher PE ratio. So, so anyway, I guess I'll stop rambling and, and can we just dive a little bit more into, um, like how these fees are being collected and how they're being distributed and, and why should people get Astro basically and, and start to stake it and what can they expect from that? Uh, sure. So fees are every time a swap happens on Astroport, uh, fees are collected automatically. So like nothing special happens. Um, anyone can then call the maker contract, which is a smart contract that can swap all the collected fees to Astro. So anyone can call that contract any block, uh, like every block if they want to, and swap accrued fees to Astro. Uh, and that Astro is then sent automatically to uh, ex Astro stakers. Uh, there's one caveat here, um, being uh, that being that um, there were kind of 12 million in fees accrued in these three months, during which Astroport um, has been running. 
and these fees were um, also converted to Astro, uh, but they will be dripped to ex-Astro stakers over the next 60 days, more or less, about 740,000 blocks. Um, so kind of that's how fees work in general. Again, anyone could at any point swap fees to Astro, which is then sent to stakers. Uh, right now, if you check the UI or the staking page on the Astroport um, app, you can see, and I can check right now, but last time, like during this morning, a couple of hours ago, the APY was about 48%. Um, and I think I saw a couple of Twitter threads with uh, people kind of talking a bit more about what others could expect uh, from Exastro staking, especially in the next two months, while the initial fees are distributed, but I don't remember exactly the links. But yeah, this is kind of an overview. Excellent. And then we've got uh, Pack for Moon jumped up here. Pack for Moon, do you have a question? Oh, yeah. I just want to follow up on, on the APY uh, for a sec because I want to get into a bit more about the technicalities of the buybacks and the distribution. Can you guys hear me? I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys can hear me. Yep, we can hear you. I'm clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, in the Medium article that Ashreport sent out, uh, the, it, it was mentioned that the buybacks would take place every tw uh, 24 hours, but uh, there hasn't been any buybacks for for uh, the last 48 hours. So I just want to ask, will the buybacks resume shortly, uh, every four, 24 hours or so, or will someone have to actively call on that contract? Right. So there will be a bot run um, uh, that will kind of swap every 24 hours. Uh, so as specified in that article, but that's not the cadence. Like anyone, like the, the function to swap fees to Astro is not permissioned. It's open. And the idea is for Astro to be open in general, for like anyone to like swap this stuff or call the protocol and kind of integrate with it. So like, you can run a bot right now. You can call the maker contract that has fees accrued. And every block, you can swap uh, the accrued fees to Astro. Like, it's not permissioned. You can do it yourself anytime you want. Right, understood. Okay. Uh, can I also ask about the uh, distribution of the, uh, of the Astro accrued in the making, maker contract to the uh, staking pool? So uh, I've noticed that uh, since launch, uh, there hasn't really been a distribution to the staking pool, especially uh, uh, over the, the last 48 hours. So can you uh, provide some clarity on the frequency of the distribution from the maker contract and the amount of each distribution? So I think I actually checked the other day and there were distributions to stakers. Uh, so they Astro gets distributed every time someone interacts with the staking pool when they either stake or unstake. Uh, I might be wrong. I can check again today and you can uh, maybe hit people on Discord. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, on Discord. Um, but there were there was Astro sent to the staking pool. Right. Uh, is it roughly averaged out across the 740,000 blocks or so? Because that's the time period to which uh, the staking fees that has been accrued since launch will be distributed back across the uh, uh, that block time. So is it averaged yes. out or is it randomized? So there is a fixed amount of Astro distributed per block, but it doesn't get distributed every block. It gets distributed when someone interacts with the contract, meaning when you stake, or on stake, you also uh, trigger a distribution of Astro to stakers. Right. Thank you. That's very helpful. Excellent. Um, well, I think one of the questions I have, and forgive me if I'm like going crazy on a tangent here, um, but I'm trying to dive into maybe some of the alpha leaking as Donku was trying to tease out of you. Um, since it seems like X Astro is is similar to like a liquid staking derivative that we see with um, with Was Avax or B Soul or B Atom. Uh, maybe you kind of know where this question's going. Is, is there any chance we'll see that as like a, a potential collateral for borrowing at some point, like on Anchor or, or Edge or anything like that? Uh, honestly, I'm not even in contact with the Anchor guys about this. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe someone could make a proposal and I would be happy to like help maybe review the draft for that. Um, but I don't see any, like, like there are no plans for that right now. Yeah, I, I guess, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, and Donku, you might know a bit about this too. Like, it does seem like it's in line with sort of those those other staking derivatives that Anchor version two is shooting for, where it's not necessarily that you need to um, like collect fees through the protocol, 
but rather your your um your collateral can just sort of uh accrue value as a as a staking derivative and then you're on the hook for the ust on the other side but anyway that that seems like a, a different conversation here um but i can ahead. add there evan in terms of so um, what also I learned, uh, I think, what was it, yesterday uh, with the AMA on Anchor Protocol, and shout out to you, Harry, who is right now also listening here, because the initial plan for Anchor Protocol Borrow version 2 was that basically you have the UST interest, which we have already now, which is counteracted by all the Anchor distribution, and then that right now every yield that is um, captured by the B Luna and BEs, which is coming out of UST, and it will be also for B Atom, that's not happening at all now for uh, basically auto-compounding assets like SAVEX. And uh, what I also understood from the team of Anchor Protocol is that they're moving more and more in the direction of a classical money market. So I guess um, as Borrow version 2 is prepared to just list every asset, if Mr. Pantera has a few Anchor tokens on site to just open up a governance proposal, um, you could do that. Yeah, I might have a couple laying around. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, look into it. <laughs> um, we can also ask Arca, right, if they w- maybe want to invest. They, they usually do that for... And yeah. Too early? Maybe too early. Yeah. No, they usually come up with really well thought out proposals and, uh, you know, they deserve everybody's attention. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's not, let's not get too crazy here. Scott, Scott Hoyleman, Scott, uh, do you have a question, sir? All you need to do is, is click that little microphone in the bottom left hand corner of your phone and you can ask away, sir. No, no, sorry, guys. My phone was in the pocket. I didn't mean to request. I'm just listening in and learning. Thank you. All right. Easy enough. So let's let's keep talking a little bit about then Astroport um, and like let's talk about sort of the last three months and how far you guys have come, and then maybe um, talk about you know do you, do you guys see because when when we do compare Astroport to um, some of the other dexes out there, and I'm trying to bring up uh, Coin Gecko right now just to look. Uh, you know, it's obvious that like this is specific to the Terra ecosystem, so you're gonna have less tokens listed. Um, do you guys see that as like a hindrance? I mean, I think it's it's pretty spectacular that you're able to do such volume, given that it's sort of a like a lower pool to play in. Um, but like, do you have any plans for maybe bringing in like IBC assets or uh, anything else that will kind of like cross over into different chains as we see, uh, you know, cross chain? compatibility begin to become more robust as well yeah so before i talk about that um i need to mention that the volume the total volume on the astroport app and the total volume shown on coin gecko diverge every day by about 30 to 50 percent which is a bit annoying and i think they've been looking into that for weeks now and they didn't really find out why uh so i guess yeah i need uh, i or someone else should also ping them about this um uh that being said uh right now i think it's as you said i think it's great that astroport has such volume with uh only like 30 or so assets um and in terms of like plans they we don't need to have plans on board ibc assets uh you can go today and create any pair on astroport such as um, let's say atom ust or atom luna uh, and you can do that like by yourself, uh, no need to coordinate with anyone, um, and it would just be on Astroport. Okay, so anybody can come in, and as long as you have enough volume, you can basically create your own pool there. With uh, now, would you have to run that through like a, a Kepler wallet then? Uh, so you you can call the contract directly. You don't need a specific wallet. You can just use TerraStation, um, and you don't need specific like volume for a pool, you can just create the pool and then it's on Astroport. Very cool. So I see Mr. Evan right now in the meantime, trying to bring up Terra Station, <laughs> call the function. And which is the pool you're creating right now, Evan? <laughs> Anything in mind? I think if Pete would be up here, it would be for sure secret, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a good amount of, I think a lot of people, uh, they overlook the secret swap pools and uh, there's, there's some pretty good APRs over there. So, um, I guess I'm I'm very interested to see kind of how it grows organically with different people adding assets that way. I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. I'm excited to see. Um, I know I personally am a huge Osmo fan, so um, and I'm looking through Astroport right now to try and see what are some of the pairs here. 
let me also ask the other question to Stefan, which I think is for me at least as a farmer pretty interesting. What is in terms of our support, the most important KPI that um, the DAX looks at, right? Because there is TVL, that's clear, total value lock, but then uh, you haven't just mentioned the topic of volume. Uh, so which one is more important? Is it still the total value locked or is it the volume, which then at the end also generates the fees, which is relevant for all the stakers of Astro and also maybe showing the health of the DAX or are there also other stuff that uh, you would be looking at, Stefan, right now? In my view, it's always and only volume. Uh, like with the advent of concentrated liquidity, which I hope it will also come uh, to Terra and maybe to Astroport if someone wants to do a proposal. Uh, with the advent of concentrated liquidity, you could see on Uniswap V3 how they outperform pretty much all the other DEXs on Ethereum by volume, even if they have less TVL, um, because it's way, way more efficient. I think it can be up to, if I remember correctly, 4,000 times more efficient than Uniswap V2, uh, which is Uniswap V2 being kind of very similar to the implementation that Astroport has for an, X, uh, an XYK pool, aka constant product pool. Um, so something Can you like help that. maybe for everybody who's listening in here and is not uh, as much as an expert in kind of how different liquidity pool works? I think a lot of people are familiar with the classical XYK pool. So the 50-50 right? Then some people already know the stable swap pool. Uh, with different parameters. I don't know if you can give a bit of background of what concentrated liquidity pools are and why they are so much more efficient. Sure. So in a normal pool, let's say like Luna, UST, and Astroport, you just add liquidity and your liquidity supports the pool or any price in the pool from zero to infinity, basically. So your liquidity is spread out toward infinity. Uh, with concentrated liquidity, like the short version, is that now you can take this liquidity that you add in the pool and you can specify a some bounds, some price bounds that you want to add liquidity to. So let's say you're an Omega Luna bull um, and right now the price is, let's say, 100 bucks, but you think the price will could be, in six months from now, 200 bucks. You could even add liquidity, let's say, between 200 and 250 dollars um and your that liquidity will be inactive because right now the price in the pool is 100 but in six months from now if your prediction is correct and the price goes in that range uh you start to earn fees because people your liquidity suddenly becomes active people start to use your liquidity when they swap in the pool uh and you suddenly get fees and this liquidity that you concentrate between 200 200 and 250 bucks uh, is way more efficient uh, compared to just spreading it out from zero to infinity. Right now, you have way more capital efficiency. You don't need to spread that that liquidity so thin. You can just put liquidity where you think the price will be or is right now. Gotcha. Uh, and now you said also, and maybe that's an interesting segue of what right now is happening in Astroport, that somebody put up a proposal. Uh, How is it looking right now? So governance is not on yet, but some people maybe know already that there is this forum out there where people can go there what would be the process and how do, do you see right now the forum is it a lot of people are talking about it you know when i'm sometimes on the anchor ama i'm making fun with nate because he was always an advocate of saying go discuss in the forum nobody went there now the anchor forum is becoming really a platform where people talk so how is it right now for us report and how might it change when the governance goes live yeah i was a bit shocked or like pleasantly surprised to see so many people come even from the like first week on the Astroport forum and discussing and proposing uh, different ideas to improve the protocol. Right now, I think there are nine proposals waiting for assembly to launch and then uh, be they should be proposed on chain and people can vote on them. Uh, they range from like different protocols wanting to get Astro emissions to, uh, for example, upgrading the Biluna Luna pool so that LPs can uh, finally get the UST rewards that accrued in the pool. Uh, because right now they're stuck in that pool. Um, so the forum is extremely active and I'm happy to see that. And I actually helped author the um, framework used to propose upgrades to the Astroport protocol. Uh, so it's called the uh, AIP framework, Astroport Improvement Proposal Framework. Um, I can, I'm more than happy to help anyone if you hit me up on Discord uh, to author a proposal, maybe I can review your drafts so to see that it uh, it fits the framework that we have now. 
uh, and you can just post on the forum. And then I usually, uh, again, tend to help people uh, fix any uh, issues they have in their posts and also post on GitHub because we, when you post something on the forum, you should also post the same thing on GitHub so we have like a backup for what you wrote. Um, so again, I'm more than happy to help with that. I authored kind of that framework um, and people can always come like, to me or just ping um, any Astro chat on Discord and uh, we can help you help you help Astroport improve. <laughs> I pinned up here the last weekly uh, forum update. I just researched it quickly where people can also see what right now is discussed. Uh, I don't know, Evan, did you already thought about anything proposing there besides the own puts, like secret USC probably is coming now from your side? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm actually super fascinated by what Stefan was talking about earlier with that uh, almost like setting a limit order for when your liquidity is activated. Um, I've I don't know that that that's great, um, and that's almost like a, an impermanent loss protection in a way. Um, so I I haven't heard that before. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's exactly the limit order, but the problem with concentrated liquidity is that you can violently like the price can violently get out of your range, meaning that um io like uh, impermanent loss in concentrated liquidity depending on how wide your range is can be really bad like you can be for example um you can have a range for luna usd that's again between 200 and 250 uh and if luna gets completely gets out of that range you're either fully in usd or fully in luna uh so that can suck pretty bad and that's why people complained a lot about how uniswap v3 implemented uh, constrained liquidity because it's usually a feature for pros. Like Uniswap V2 and by Astroport now, they're great because you just click one, like you select two token amounts, you click one button, done. You just LP'd, you get fees, that's great. But with Uniswap V3, now you need to think of where the price will be, which like the vast, vast majority of people don't have super fancy tools to predict that or think about that. So it's way harder to operate. And what would you say Astroport's doing to like mitigate some of the some of the stuff that people are complaining about with uh, Uniswap V3, or is it going to be pretty similar? Well, Astroport right now is not doing any concentrated liquidity. Uh, if we Astroport ever does this, I really hope someone proposes something like Curve V2. So Curve is another exchange on Ethereum. Um, they also implemented concentrated liquidity. But they did it in, in my view, a smarter way that's more user friendly. So the idea is that um, instead of anyone being able to pick any range, like 200 to 250, 50 to 100, 100 to 1000, or whatever range you can think of from zero to infinity for any token, uh, you only have one range in curve V2. Any, everyone LP, so everyone adds liquidity in that specific range. And when you create the pool, you specify how concentrated the, the, all the liquidity in that pool will be. So you're going to specify, hey, I want like, to be super concentrated around like, the current price at all times or not so concentrated. And the pool itself manages to follow the current market price of the assets that are traded in it. So instead of like saying, I need to predict where Luna will be in the Luna UST uh, Pool, what price Luna will have, uh, the, uh, the pool itself takes care of that. It concentrates liquidity for you and for everyone else in that pool. Uh, and it still allows you uh, to do what's possible right now in Astroport, meaning you just add liquidity, forget about it, get fees, uh, and it just works. So it's seeming like uh, Donku wants me to create a secret UST pool. I guess I'll put a governance proposal together with some and and uh, Stefan wants me to do some concentrated liquidity uh, provisions there. So how how in depth do people need to to get with that to put forward a proposal for something like that? Concentrated liquidity is really complex. It's probably one of the most complex designs for a dex out there. Um, so I would say you need a couple of weeks of research, most probably, or you can just like create a general discussion on the forum and say. Uh, hey, let's talk about like the merits of Uniswap v3 versus Curve v2. Uh, and then I would love to see more big brains pitch in and see what they think in general in the Terra ecosystem. Because I really want to see this in, on Terra. Um, it's just very complicated to implement right now. 
And I, what I would like to add there, but Evan also would like to hear what you think about it. Uh, and Stefan, probably it's very important and you give their insight. In the end, what you're saying is, um, look, Astroport right now is a platform that is a DAX and it's on Terra and it's growing. And there are features that are anyway right now planned, but wherever the direction is also in terms of using then the next steps of every developer that is as a research a resource available for Astroport, people can just push it forward, right? So it's not like the team is thinking about this is the right way forward. It's more like the community comes up now with the ideas that are needed, be it also stuff like the B-Luna, Luna, UST, uh, claiming stuff. Now you are saying about uh, concentrated liquidity. So that's how, how also you envision the next steps for Astroport. Or can you give a little bit of background so that people also know what to do next and how to help? That's right. So I would, again, I would love to see just anyone here propose or start a discussion about concentrated liquidity, because honestly, like personally, I don't know which option is best like between Uniswap v3 or Curve v2-like implementation. Um, and again, going a bit into details again, Uniswap v3 allows more flexibility in terms of how you specify your range. Again, you can specify any range you want from zero to infinity, however wide or concentrated you want. Uh, with Curve v2, it's way more user-friendly. Um, anyone can easily use it, but it might not be that flexible or uh, that concentrated. Maybe you want something even more concentrated than what the current pool offers you. And that's a bit more complicated. So if you, like anyone here, if you're, it doesn't matter like how much you know about Uniswap v3, Curve v2, just come on the forum and propose this stuff and let's talk about it because we need to bring this on Terra. I think what you guys really need to gin up some excitement is a yield reserve and then we'll create a bunch of Terra accounts or uh, Twitter accounts and we'll FUD that the yield reserve's running out. And then instantly there'll just be like a massive amount of people screaming about <laughs> governance on Astroport. <laughs> um, so I, I want to take a step back here for, for a minute um, and just ask and, and obviously no no financial advice but for somebody that's maybe like new to astroport um and that you know they've seen the growth and they're excited about it and they want to acquire uh some astro tokens for themselves what, what would you say is like the best way to go about that is it to go through the the ex astro staking is it to lp um what what's like some good strategies to start acquiring some of this uh well i don't think i want to talk a lot about that although i guess like the simplest way would be to go directly and use astroport they use the uh, astro ust pool um but i guess it depends like on your your risk appetite and how fast you want to get a specific token like astro uh, i'm hearing you asking the question evan then i'm seeing uh, stefan on the other side starting to sweat <laughs> how do i answer this in the easiest uh, way possible. Um, maybe in a different direction quickly, Stefan, and it passed my mind when Evan was asking you the question is, because you mentioned now a few times uh, time curves, right? And curve version two, we know that there is convex and the so-called curve force. Kind of what can we expect on Astroport long-term? So there seems to be now retrograde, um, also coming up on Terror. There seems to be other protocols like redacted. I don't know from, from your perspective and Astroport, what do people need to know? Uh, and also in terms of the Astro token, then if they want to participate in this kind of Astro Wars, is that the way how to call it? Yeah, Astro Wars is correct. Um, I think maybe we will see Convex on top of Astroport. I don't know. I also saw these guys on Twitter talking about building something like this on top of Astroport and on top of uh, VX Astro whenever that comes out. Um, one thing to note is that Convex on Ethereum and Curve um, have kind of a symbiotic relationship they kind of enforce each other but the problem is that convex is kind of the boss of curve they got in early on uh they got a ton of emissions a ton of crv tokens and they kind of control the game right now on curve um i would love to see all of these guys that say on twitter that they will build convex on astroport kind of all of them should ideally succeed and hopefully they end up competing meaning that there's no one protocol um having a like a large share of the of astro tokens to kind of and kind of manage swing votes however they want on the protocol hopefully we see way more competition compared compared to curve um so that's kind of one thing to keep in mind and maybe just one thing to encourage on terra in general if there are many teams building this maybe on astroport maybe on 
whatever other protocol, maybe maybe on Anchor or whatever else uh, adopts maybe a um, VX uh, kind of design like Astroport, it would be great if you would encourage more people to build convexes on top of these protocols. Can you quickly also, if not everybody is aware of, because now we have X Astro and you mentioned a few times VX Astro, what the tokenomics and the designers of this VX Astro and how it's connected to X Astro and the benefit of the people. So maybe just to give a little bit of background, if people are not yet fully aware of this, I mean, a bit more advanced and complicated tokenomics. Sure, I won't dive into exact details because it is pretty complicated. But as you see today on the Astroport app, you can put your Astro into X Astro. And then as you wait more and more, you will accrue more Astro in your position. And later on, when you want to unstake, uh, you should get more Astro back compared to what you initially staked. So that's very simple. You put Astro in, you get more Astro out. That's staking. Well, VX Astro is kind of another level on top of X Astro. You can, uh, the idea is that you could get, you could take your X Astro, you could stake that again, because X Astro is also a token. You could stake that again into a smart contract called VX Astro. And you can specify how long you want to lock your X Astro for in VX Astro. Um, the idea would be that the Astroport would allow, the, or this smart contract would allow you to lock your X Astro for up to two years. So like for two years, you cannot unlock uh, from that position. Um, and VX Astro would allow you to do something that a lot of farmers would really want to have. It allows you to boost the amount of Astro you get um, in emissions. So like, let's say you have the Luna USD LP tokens, you kind of LP'd in that pool, you staked that LP token in the generator in the in, uh, in Astroport. Um, well, you get some emissions, you get some emissions of Astro tokens. With VX Astro, you could, again, stake your uh, X Astro in VX Astro for up to two years, you decide how much you want to stake, and then you could be able to go to the Astroport protocol and say, hey, I have this VX Astro here. I would love to boost my emissions, meaning that the protocol sees that you have some VX Astro, and now it allows you uh, to boost the amount of emissions, so the amount of Astro you get every block from the Astroport protocol compared to everyone else. That's kind of one advantage that VX Astro could give um, anyone who stakes X Astro in VX Astro. I quickly need to ask the question, and probably you hate me, but when X Astro? No date, sir. I have no idea. Everybody who's listening in here, I tried my best, but there you go. <laughs> um, hey, I wanted to I wanted to jump on another uh, quick question here too. Uh, as I'm looking through the governance and the proposals, um, specifically uh, this like Arc Nine, for example, saying they want to incentivize a WE. USDC and UST pool with Astro. Um, can you tell us like about sort of the the treasury and the resources that people have if they do want to put forth a proposal to use Astro tokens to uh, incentivize different pools and and like how much um, how much they can use that in their proposals? Uh, so technically, you could uh, propose anything. You could even propose in theory, that you get the vast majority of Astro emissions. Now, I don't think the community would be happy with that proposal. So I kind of doubt it will go through, but it is a possibility. Um, right now, so like in year one of uh, Astroport running on, um, on Terra, it will distribute uh, 100 million Astro tokens through different generators that people vote on, depending on what, what, uh, what LP tokens they vote to get emissions. Um, so you could create any uh, proposal and say, hey, um, I would like to get this amount of Astro per block out of the total Astro that's uh, emitted right now every block. And the um, community kind of should debate that. You should first post on the forum. Uh, you should see general sentiment if people are happy with it. If they are happy, then I guess there is a good chance it will get uh, voted in. And then you need to make an on-chain proposal um, so that people can actually vote. And you need to make like a, with that proposal, you also make a transaction in the Astroport protocol 
to allocate astral emissions to a specific LP token. So like the flow is go to the forum, create a proposal according to the AIP framework, um, see what people say for about five days. Then uh, in the AIP framework, you see that you need to wait another two days. So in total, one week. And then you can go on chain and create your proposal. All right. Excellent. Uh, Donku, what else do we got? Yeah, I don't know if, I mean, for me, it's something interesting um, listening to Stefan in terms of uh, the generators. Uh, can you share some insights in terms of how many generators in the future will then have the emissions? Because talking about the curve force, what people are doing right in the end, they are bribing the big whales to put them in a direction to say, this are the, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 generators which have astro emissions. Is it already clear how many? Uh, and how the emissions will look like, or is it still not out there? Uh, so right now, there's no limit in the Astro protocol to kind of say, hey, you can there can only be X amount of uh, active generators at once, like 25, 50, 100. So in theory, there could be, like right now, today, there could be 100 generators active at once. Um, that being said, if you have too many generators, you might kind of spread out the emissions so thin that they don't really make any difference in any of the incentivized pools. So the community could propose an update to the protocol and say that there can be a limit to the amount of generators that can be active at any point. And that way ensure that each generator will get a decent amount of asteroid emissions uh, so that they, they're not really diluted that much. Got it. So, uh, Evan, should we propose then later on just three pools and we take just the ones that we like? What do you think about that? That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. So, and I think it's it's going to take. Uh, sometimes it takes some controversial governance to get the get the crowd riled up. Like I said, so we can uh, we can put forward something like that and just see if people don't like it. Then uh, they'll start participating hardcore in governance. So it seems like it seems like Astroport's really starting to like mature now to a point where. Um, this is like the dawn of we're going to call it the Donko Donko. Did you call it the Astro Wars? Is that is that what we're coining it? Yeah, you know, I'm not yet 100 percent sure. I mean, you know, the word war is kind of also more nowadays not that cool, right? To use, um, maybe we need to think about uh, which one to use. Also, to get away from the curve wars, let the East guys do whatever they want over there, and we need to think about a new word for for Terra. So maybe we need to sit down, Evan, and think about. <laughs> What it is? Is it? I don't know. Um, hmm. Can we add something with Bagel Shop in here? I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll figure it out. It, it'll come. It'll come about naturally. Um, anybody else have any questions from the audience? We'd love to hear from you guys. I know there's some big brains sitting on here. Um, we've got Harry. We've got Sefi. We've got Joseph from uh, Terabytes in the crowd. A couple other people. Um, that's that's about all I got. But Donku, if you got something, Midas, if you got something, feel free to throw some more questions out there. Or uh, Stefan, if there's something we haven't mentioned that you think is important to cover, uh, that would be great. Let me quickly throw in there something. Uh, I, I don't know if you have um, talked about this too much, Stefan, but there were people, let's say, surprised by uh, that. You, you mentioned earlier the contract, which can be now triggered by everybody uh, every time the day kind of converting all the fees into Astro. Uh, I don't know if you want to share again, also for people that maybe joined a bit later, the thought process of triggering it once or how much you see that this had an impact, yes or no, on the price of Astro. So maybe there is a technical background that you can also share for people just to have your clarity. Because I think it's often a lot of stuff now talking to so many uh, great founders also in a different environment. It's it's not that obvious always why you make certain decisions as a protocol or you're almost forced to make certain decisions. So don't know if you want to share a bit of background here. Well, honestly, it doesn't make sense uh, to make that function permission, like only allow specific people to call it. Uh, anyone should be able to call it at any time. Um, that way, like no one can time a transaction. No one can say, hey, this will happen only when I want um, Like anyone. I think it would be actually a great idea to uh, maybe post the exact function or like what you need to do to call that contract so that anyone can do it easily. Um, it was just like the design decision came from the fact that Astroport should be open to all. Like Astroport 
has the flexibility, for example, to um, uh, adopt any pool type, like concentrated liquidity or whatever you, people want to propose and integrate that in the protocol. And then you can just create um, pools of that type with any token you want. Like that, flex, that kind of the design, design decision to allow anyone to call that function to swap fees to Astro comes from the fact that Astroport by design is open for anyone to experiment with and uh, just create new pool types and like anyone can do it and come to the community and you know, create a proposal and if the proposal passes then it just works like the pool type is there you can just use it and done like, it's open for anyone to participate and in general i would i hope hopefully the astro community will always be open to design the protocol in a way where anyone can contribute so i think it's just philosophical like anyone can call the function is just decentralization. No one kind of dictates when that function is called uh, and done. It just works. So it's not longer dev do something. It's like me do something. <laughs> and we just nah, need to push it off. Uh, before we give the word also to Simon up here, um, Stefan, is, I don't know, right? Nowadays, protocols are very excited also to integrate NFTs like Levana. We have seen this kind of alpha leak from Prism. Everybody is waiting to that NFT, if it even comes, we have the Whitewell NFTs. Is Astroport thinking anything in that direction? Uh, maybe. It would be interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. Um, I would actually man, love this, to This work. man is way too hard, right? Gov <laughs> governance proposal. Yeah. <laughs> put, it, put it forth in a governance proposal. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing him sitting there with a straight face at home and just saying, no, 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 I cannot say anything here. It's okay. It's okay. Simon, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, my question has to do with the uh, proposed uh, request for comment number five, which is the B Luna Luna pool. Um, my understanding is that, um, kind of from a user's perspective, um, if that gets implemented, you'd go on the side of it like you do on Anchor. You click claim my rewards, my B Luna rewards, and then you would get uh, your rewards in UST. Um, would it be feasible instead for the UST? rewards from Luna to be directed to buying um, Astro and just be claimable as your like Astro rewards from the pool? Mm, I think it, one, it complicates the code even more. So I don't see why it should be done, although maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe you tell me that if, if I'm wrong. Well, I'm, from, like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I'm just asking if it's feasible because I would see it as um, first, a bit simpler in terms of claiming rewards, right? You just claim your Astro instead of claiming your UST and then claiming your Astro. And secondly, it would put a slightly more buy pressure on Astro. Um, not that, you know, it's just one pool, so it's not you know, the biggest, but I'm just wondering if it's feasible at all. Uh, it is doable, but it's actually not simpler. So right, <laughs> the design for claiming the UST rewards should be that whenever you LP or withdraw liquidity from Biluna Luna, uh, UST, UST rewards automatic, automatically get sent to your wallet. So it's not easier, like it's the exact same thing in terms oh, of- like, okay. Because um, on, on Anchor, right, you have to claim it manually, if I remember correctly. No, 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 no. This is just automatic, it goes to your okay. wallet. Okay, thank okay. you. Thank you. All right, excellent. Anybody else uh, listening in, Want to hop up, ask some questions, and then Stefan, of course, uh, if there if there's anything we didn't cover um, that you wanna you wanna talk about, please speak now. Or for, oh, we have Sefi. Hold on, hold on. Let me get a cup of coffee because we're gonna be here for another hour. Let's get Sefi in here. Sefi, what's up, brother? Boys and girls, how are you? <laughs> hopefully, uh, we're good. <laughs> hopefully, you can hear me. I'm not sure if my connection's good. I was kind of driving and such, so I was kind of AFK for a while. Um, so. Is there a potential future in which the uh, the the percentage fee for per tra per transaction would potentially be any lower than the zero point three percent? Not not that I'm not that I think that's necessarily a problematic fee. Um, it uh, it's hard to create um, automated platforms on top of a 0.3% fee structure when you add sort of like the slippage on top of that. Um, some of like the calculations I was looking at for significantly larger vaults 
might put fees with slippage for um like luna ust trading for example um it it could wind up being like anywhere from like 0.4 to 0.5 percent with fees depending on the sizing of the orders and the slippage and such um just trying to figure out is there some scenario at some point maybe that really large transactions maybe could be done with uh a small a lower fee in order to attract um bigger platforms and bigger volume onto astroport uh than we have now um my reference like fee structure for that would be like if you go to algorithmic trading platforms on like a kucoin or whatever um i think the fee ends up being around 0.3 anywhere from 0.2 to 0.3 percent if i'm not mistaken and it kind of like sort of caps off at that level because there's sufficient liquidity um yeah maybe comment on the theory of like fee structure a little bit um so the fee on any pool type on astroport is customizable you need a proposal uh if the if people vote on that proposal and agree with it you can change the fee for any pool for xyk for stable swap or whatever else could be added to ask reports in the future. Um, now for large orders, you can also split that order into multiple ones. Um, I don't think it makes sense to discriminate between like large or small orders. Like first, how do you even do the distinction? Like is a large order above 100K, 500K, 1 million? I don't know. Um, so you can change the fee if you want. You can just make you know, proposal, uh, people debate on that. And yeah, if it goes through, then it just happens. Cool. Okay, so it's adjustable. So I guess what, as things go along, we can kind of see where that is. That uh, Just thinking about it from the angle of like, okay, you have a certain fee. Could you attract like higher volume uh, for a lower fee? But then I'm not sure really like what's profitable from the angle of uh, like, have you guys looked at the data as far as like what's profitable fee structure wise for the protocol such that it's sustainable? Um, is there like, is it sustainable now with the fees uh, that are pouring in? Um, Cause obviously like the computing infrastructure has to be maintained. Um, and I don't know what that costs. Right. Uh, what do you mean sustainable? The protocol well, just works and maybe, like, uh, like the cost of, uh, well, from the perspective of like, uh, does Astroport run uh, its own infrastructure, and like, how much does that cost in terms of uh, fees and such? Or am I missing something? Like, it costs nothing. Wait, so nothing is run like the, it's like on Uniswap pools. Anyone can create pools. Anyone can trade in these pools, and no one needs to maintain them. They just they're just on Terra. So there's like no cost. For the protocol for that okay so which like when you're logging into astroport which i guess which whose computing infrastructure are you actually like are we operating on is like or am i missing in other words like there's some cost to operate the the site and then the tra the traffic through there right or am let I me maybe chime in there how i see it and Steffi, correct me it's like and i understand it myself as two different topics right so there is the smart contract infrastructure which Astroport and the team created that will always work if the blockchain itself is working. And now the topic is how can you access this? And if you're a technical person, you can directly interact with the contract. And what the well, Astroport front end page is now enabling is that it's giving you the opportunity as a no coder to interact with this. And as I understand right, right now, of course, this is run by Astroport slash Delphi. Right in giving the, the infrastructure, but as we know, you can also create different front ends to interact with the smart contract. So I don't know, Stefan, if you can share the current front end. That's what you're saying, Steffi. Right? How this is basically paid for, or or am I misunderstanding you, Steffi? Because I I see that the smart contract infrastructure is anyway running on chain freely. Well, just just from the perspective of the fees themselves, like before anyone can uh say for example make any kind of proposal regarding a change for some reason in transaction fee structure let's say for example for a luna ust pool um like i don't know that we know enough background information in terms of like what what are the 
So there's the revenue from the fees, but what are any costs incurred by the protocol that have to be covered, right? Like, is there a expense of any kind in the process of all of that? Okay, so the app is run independently by Delphi. It has nothing to do with protocol fees. Protocol fees, in my view, should not be used for this. Anyone can also come and create a, a dashboard on top of Astroport and run that on their own. Maybe they can make a proposal for a grant and that way pay for whatever they need to pay for to run that front end. But I, the current front end has nothing to do with fees. And that's also something important that I would like to add, Stefan, uh, correct me how you see this, is that in the end, the fees are an incentive for LPs to go into the pool and provide liquidity, right? That's why fees are even in place. You could basically make it zero, but who the heck would like to go and provide liquidity if he's not accruing any value, right? That's how I always understand swap fees. Yeah, so fees are meant for LPs. Like you need an incentive for people to come and add liquidity so that that each pool that has liquidity is actually useful and people stay in that pool because they get fees. Yeah, no, I, I, I figured that. I was just curious. I didn't know exactly how the um, like background sort of financial structure worked. I think you guys clarified it quite a bit. Um, yeah, just just wondering because the some of the more high frequency applications uh, that bring more volume, but also bring more congestion. Right, that's another problem. Um, there's some some balance somewhere in terms of like where where fees make sense in terms in, in in order to attract more volume and protocols that can do more like robotic type activities, um, which interestingly provide more liquidity as well indirectly uh, due to trading volume. Um, but, you know, we were like, I was discussing this with the Nexus people to build like grid bots and such. And the, the problem we ran into was that the, the, the fee structure on trades for more high frequency trading mathematically started moving to like more like 0.4%, 0.5% when all things were said and done. And that makes the, the trade itself like less profitable in any kind of like uh, high frequency system. So that just curious of like what AMMs, uh, what kind of problems in the background AMMs would have in that kind of a system. Because uh, obviously those kind of systems increase congestion considerably too. So I don't, I don't know all the pros and cons at all. I'm not a technical guy at all. <laughs> and I imagine there was some amount of supply earmarked for like team and infrastructure and stuff um, initially. Right. I mean, I guess kind of to follow up on Steffi's question, like how, how much of that goes into supporting any infrastructure for some of these proposals versus just paying out just straight fees alone. If you do need to do some sort of, I don't know, whatever it is, like hire X amount of devs to figure something out that is a proposal that passes. And I mean, this is like a broader question, I think, for like every protocol. So I don't know how much you can get into like how the sausage is made, but uh, I'd just be curious to, I guess, hear your perspective. Sure. So I think there will be even more clarity when we launch governance, because when Astroport launched, we uh, there was like there are details even now on uh, if you go to docs.astroport.py, there is an FAQ page. You can see like distribution of tokens and a healthy chunk is meant for the community, meaning that once the assembly launches, the community could come and say, hey, we want to have like a uh, grants framework to kind of give monthly or quarterly grants for different people to build front front ends on top of us support and maintain them like mm, i think we should focus on that if like, if there is if people think there should be like more uh dashboards built on top of us support or just more like a more a bigger diversity of dashboards then that's possible all right um how long are we going here an hour is that what we we're set for donku you can go back into the elevator and go down if you want to ask that one. <laughs> you do not need to talk about farming in the elevator again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I had this I had this set for eleven and uh, it turned out to be ten and I was like eating breakfast not at my desk and I had to run into an elevator and I had you on speaker and there's and of course like I've taken the elevator fifteen times and no one was ever on it but of course the time I'm in a rush it had to stop on every single floor and all these people are looking at me. Talking on speaker to you, asking me if I'm a farmer, and they're just like, "What is this person doing?" <laughs> so oh, that's uh, amazing stuff. Uh, no, that's super. No, I think it makes sense, right? We're running for an hour. Um, 
Mr. Stefan has been now sweating with a few questions from us, <laughs> trying to get with a straight face to not reveal too much alpha. Because, but yeah, I think it's uh, exciting times right now, you know, as a whole for the whole Terra ecosystem. As also Sefi said it, um, the whole ecosystem is growing. There is more trading happening. It's crazy how much volume right now there's gone through uh, Astroport. And yeah, I mean, being myself a farmer, and I also had to explain this to my mother, Evan, so I know how this feels. <laughs> it is fun to see this platform grow and grow. So uh, I just put up here bar.usd. Let's see if he's connecting. And then we, yeah, maybe call it as a last question and then call it a day. Hey, if I could sneak one quick question in, because it looks like he's still connecting. Um, Stefan, you mentioned that the, da the data on CoinGecko tends to diverge from like the real data. Where could we go to see the actual volume numbers? Where's the best place to see it? Uh, so CoinGecko has a DEX page. I don't know the URL for that, but if you just type on Google like CoinGecko DEX, it should send you to that uh, page. And then uh, for Astroport, like, um, you can also go on app.astroport.fi on the pools page and at the top of the pools page you see total 24-hour volume um i have no idea why CoinGecko is is uh different right now honestly and what about DeFi llama is the data over there correct i i usually go to DeFi llama to check tvl and also other stuff yes i think i i checked that last week i think that's correct so and out of one speaker bringing up we have now two i think coins was first up here hey there everybody uh, thanks for having me um, I'm super excited about this Astro Wars. So I'm, my head is like swimming with so, all sorts of ideas. But I thought of there's all these dexes now, but that show you like you know most optimal path to what you're trying to swap for. Is there a world where, or is it even beneficial to like have some sort of bribe structure there to use the Astro Port liquidity, even if um, you know it, it's like a, a worse swap rate because you would get some very small kickback in Astro. Like, I don't even know if that's a possibility or it's a dumb idea, but I was thinking about this. That's really the only question I have. All right, so quick answer. I don't think it makes sense. I think Astroport should, or like the Astroport community should seek to build um, in something like concentrated liquidity, maybe something else that trumps all the other DEXs, not give free money to just so people come and swap on it. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Astroport AMA about staking and governance, recorded on Friday, April 1st, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership NFTs and more. Glow Lotto is a prize link savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening they say rapping is the gateway bringing home great pay checking that replay sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way i make about three bucks for every thousand plays so add it up and do the math on that financially speaking why the fuck would anybody want to rap it in this reality the money comes from doing shows but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows i guess you could rap on cameo i've been asking all my friends if i can rap on the patio six feet motherfucker step the fuck back doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods amazed to play inception the base stay blessed see even with these huge sums of overall royalties huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artists. They're making millions.
say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true. In the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom. In the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog. Like a fake mate and call at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music. Spaces.